2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: There's so many people that live vicariously through you. I would give anything tonight to jump in one of these uniforms with you guys.
4: Let's do something I never had an opportunity to do. My father never saw me play. You played for your fathers
1: tonight. No games on the schedule? That doesn't stop us from talking football. It's time for the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Win on three. One, two, three. Are Here are your hosts. Past W.F.C.A. president and head coach at Milwaukee Vincent Tom Swiddle and the fans' high school insider Big Time Mike McGiver. We're the
4: boys, boys. So Tom, our current electric superhero of the week is traveling through Tennessee right now, but I put the I put his bio in front of you, right? And multi-sport athlete, three point nine plus since freshman year, and uh, from Racine Park High School in. We're seeing, and, and I love, as you know, our current electric superhero of the week.
1: What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current Electric Superhero of the Week.
4: Ethan Schulzen, he is a senior at Washington Park High School in Racine and uh, captain this year of the varsity swim and soccer team. Also plays uh, varsity baseball and he's got it going on, man. And he is traveling through Tennessee, so we're hoping we get a good connection. Ethan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing good. I'm joined by Tom the head football coach at Milwaukee Vincent. Um, he was uh, he's been a high school educator for a long time, and and Tom, I I know that when we've been in studio together doing this Current Electric Superhero of the Week, you uh you've got a passion for kids that take care of their business. Well, and and you know,
5: Ethan's bio here that I'm reading is like every other current electric student of the week. Yeah, I mean, here's a young man who is involved in not only three sports, but is taking all of the hardest courses that his high
4: school has to offer and has almost a 4.0 average doing it. Yeah, we we say this all the time. We're not twins with him. No. Me and you. Not even close. No. Hey, Ethan, uh, you're traveling through Tennessee on a vacation or a um, looking at college trip,
6: uh, it's for a vacation. We're going to see my brother,
4: man. Good for you. Well, you know what? Enjoy and safe travels to you your family. Let's talk a little bit about, um, Park high school and, and your love for the school. You, fee- you, you're going to miss that, that school when you graduate.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to really miss it. I've done a lot there and just like been involved in everything.
4: It, it, so the question of of the servant leadership part, I'm going to ask you here in a little bit. But man, the passion that you have for helping others within the medical field, and you know the things that 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 you believe in and what you want to do in the future, all surrounds being being helpful to 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 other people.
6: Yeah, yeah. So I'm a part of the Hosa Club. We do a lot of like community based stuff. Like we just did a um, fundraiser for Make a Wish, and we helped raise almost a thousand dollars towards that. So Good that was for you. Really cool, and we just do a lot of things like that. And in NHS too, we go around and pick up the community and do a lot of cool things.
4: Yeah. So this this idea, and I and I always ask this question: Where do you believe that that servant leadership heart has come from for you
6: i feel like it came from a lot of places um definitely through like sports i became captain and i had to lead the teams and stuff and um definitely through hosa as well because i'm vice president right now and we do a lot of work through that i'm always leading others and yeah it's pretty cool and then Another thing I would say is working in the food industry that really helped me develop my leadership skills. Like, I would take over as sort of like a manager. I just help out everybody, help the other employees and stuff.
4: Yeah, you know, Tom. Leader's he short. is one thing he hasn't talked about. He's already been inducted in the Racine Sports Hall of Fame, which is pretty cool. I, you know, he's he's a three-sport athlete down at Park. He's basically a 4.0 student. And, you know, you combine those two, and then you look at all the volunteer stuff that he does in that community, and the fact that he's you know, part of the Racine Sports Hall of Fame already, I think is really just a testament to all the things this kid does.
5: Oh, absolutely. And and Ethan, I, I tell you, when I look at all the things that you're involved with, not just the sports, but the other clubs and activities that you do, I would love to take a look at your daily planner and just <laughs> kind of see how you get all that stuff done.
6: Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot sometimes.
4: Hey, Tom, but when I, I get it Tom, when I talked to Ethan and his mom, Heidi, the other night, I was leaving, um, we had a dress rehearsal for the show I was in at, at Brookside Baptist Church, and it had been a full day for me. I got into work about 6 a.m., and now it's 8.30 that night, and I completely messed up the conversation that I had with Ethan and his mom. I, I, I had two superheroes, I've got one next week from Living Word Lutheran, and i I, could, I couldn't figure out why Heidi was so quiet during the conversation. Well, I got home, and I started going through the conversation, and I was like, hey, Living Word Lutheran's really uh, proud of you. And, and there was dead silence on the other end, and I completely messed it up. So I had to call Ethan back and go, I said, Ethan, I'm so sorry, I'm really old. And I kind of lost my train of thought, and he started laughing. He said, yeah, we were thinking, what is he talking about? But I, I want them to know that I've got it now. I've got it figured out. He's at you know, Park High School in in Racine, and I know that Heidi is extremely uh, proud of you. And you know, I know that when I talked to Mr. O'Malley uh, from Racine Park, he said, I got the kid. And, Tom, just to remind you, when I talked to these principals, I go, look, I need a senior that does great work in the classroom, does great work in the school, does great work in your community. And what senior are you going to miss the most when they graduate? Because that sets it apart. The three other questions, everybody's got five, six, seven, maybe ten. But that last question, that means that Ethan has left such a legacy at that school, that Mr. O'Malley was like, I, okay, I've got it. I know exactly who we're going to go to because we're really going to miss this kid when he graduates because he just does so much within our community. And so I'm just really uh, I'm happy. You can go to the Kern Electric Facebook page to f- see a really nice picture of Ethan, read the rest of the bio, and see all the things that he has done he is doing and that he's going to do in the future. Hey, Ethan, let's talk about the future. Are you all set up where you're going to go to school?
6: Uh, yeah, I'm going to school to University of, of Wisconsin-Madison. I'm really excited for that in the fall. I'm thinking of doing biology as a major, but I'm not quite sure yet. So somewhere in that field.
4: Ethan, you know the cool part, and we say this a lot, You're, are you 17? Is that how old you are? No, I'm 18 18? You're 18 years old. Do you know at 18, you can change your mind like four times before you get out of the car when you're driving to Tennessee. That's the cool part. You can change your mind, but the fact that you want to look in the medical field, and again, that's all about serving other people and helping other people, and I love that fact. Um, When when you get to Madison, you, you believe that Racine Park has really set you up to succeed there.
6: Yeah, I, I feel like they really helped me get ready for that, especially taking, like, advanced classes and college prep classes. I'm, I feel pretty confident that I'm ready for college.
4: Boy, that's good. This kid's going to do good things, Tom. He certainly is, that's for sure. He is going to do uh, good things. Hey, what do you swim, by the way? What's uh, What's your specialty?
6: Um, my specialty would be freestyle, but I would do breaststroke
4: sometimes too. You know, if you, you ever want to get in a pool, I'll, 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 I'll race you. I'm, I'm quick <laughs> as a cat in the pool. No, I'm not. I'm just lying completely to you. And, and I wouldn't, I, I you could do the doggy paddle and maybe beat me. I don't know about that, but I, uh, <laughs> man, I, good luck with the rest of your. year. I know when you get back, cause you guys are late with your spring break. When you get back, you've only got, what, five, six weeks left, right?
6: Yeah, only like a month and a few
4: days left. It's um, going to be hard. You know that. Yeah. You, um, the weather's getting um, nice. You're you got you're all locked in going to Madison. Uh, but I want you to enjoy those last four and a half weeks or so. Thank you. Ethan, thank you so much. Our current electric superhero of the week, and, and I got to tell you, uh, this is a really good kid, and I say it all the time, if half of these superheroes, if they go away to school and come back and they're the leaders in our community, we have nothing to worry about. We're going to be just fine. Go to the Kern Electric Facebook page to take a look at more about Ethan and all the things he does down at Racine Park uh, High School, Washington Park High School in Racine. Ethan, safe travels. Happy Easter to you and your family.
6: Thank you so much. You have a great Easter,
4: too. Thanks. You did a great job, Ethan. Thanks. You bet we're gonna to get to a break. Other side of the break, Doug Sarver. He's the athletic director at St. Francis, past president of WFCA, WFC Hall of Fame member, All-Star Game Update. We uh that's the reason I I, I broke a little early because of the, all the things I gotta say about Sarver before <laughs> we get to a break. This is the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local pick and save stores on twelve fifty AM the fan.
2: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply selling a little
0: or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launcher online shop stage
4: Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On 1250 AM, the fan, I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is head football coach at Milwaukee, Vincent. He is Tom Swiddle. We are now joined by a friend of this show, I'll tell you that. He's Doug Sarver, athletic director at St. Francis High School. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the All-Star game. Coach Sarver, how you been?
7: I'm fine, Mike. Good to be back with you and Tom.
4: Man, it's been a while. It's been a while. All good in your life?
7: Well, it's an AD's life in the spring <laughs> in Wisconsin.
4: <laughs> yeah, I would, I would not want that. I saw one of your coaches last night, by the way.
7: Yeah, he told me he was coming to see
4: you in a play. Yeah, yeah hey, I'm a thespian, as they say. Yeah, yeah, he said first time. Yeah, and it didn't... He There's two different shows, and he saw the 5 o'clock where... The, uh, I was Joseph of Arimathea and Arimathea Arathema, Arathema, you put me to my knees. There we go again. Yeah. See how I just did that? It's exactly <laughs> how I did it last night, live in front of about 700 people. So, yeah, I'm sure that uh, I already got a bunch of smack last night, but the second, the 7 o'clock show, I hit it just fine. No problem. But it was good to see him. He's a really good dude. You know that?
7: He's doing well. He's uh, got an AU tournament today, so.
4: Yeah, I'm a big fan of his, and and uh, I just uh, I like where his heart is at, where his head is at, and why he does what he does. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the All Star Game. Uh, give us an update. What's going on?
7: Well, we're back on a normal schedule or normal calendar again, uh, so that's great. Uh, fundraising is going on right now. Teams have been selected. Uh, coaches have been selected, so we're just getting through the fundraising uh, portion of the uh, experience, and waiting for the uh, games on July 15th and July 16th at Titan Stadium in Oshkosh.
5: Doug, you you said uh, you know the games are back to normalcy, which has got to be great for you because I know how hard you worked last year to get those things on, um, and you made some major changes really to the All Star Game experience. Um, one of which is you have a third training site um, now for for two of the teams. And uh, talk a little bit about uh, UW-River Falls.
7: Yeah, last year as, while we were waiting for commitments from UWO and UW-Whitewater, we got into discussions with UW-River Falls about uh, being one of the training sites, and uh, they were all open to it, and, and we worked it out with them. So when UWO and UW-Whitewater um, – Decided to uh, say yes, finally, in May. uh, We we didn't want to go back on UW-River Falls, so we uh, had three sites last year, and all three worked out very well, so we decided to do it again.
5: Well, I'm glad that uh, that decision was made. I heard nothing but great things about River Falls.
7: Yes, uh, Don Kenzier, who is our River Falls liaison, had nothing but good things to say to me about that. So we went with them again, and we're very pleased to be at River Falls.
4: Hey, how will that work um, then as far as staffs and which, who will go to River Falls, who will go to Whitewater? How does that work? Okay,
7: so this is the way we have them split up. The north small schools team and the north eight-man team will be in River Falls, and kinda of a lot of those schools are up in that area. The north large schools team and the south eight-man team will be at UW Oshkosh, Again, a lot of those schools are closer to Oshkosh. and then the South Large team and the South Small School team will remain at Whitewater.
4: Hey, I I see a staff that you're going to have to really pay special attention to. That South Large staff. I, I are you guys sure that that's that's the staff? Am I looking at this correctly? Or Jake <laughs> Walters the head coach, or Steve Tenhagen and. I'm looking down. Is your name on there, Swiddle?
5: It is on there.
4: You're you're going to be an assistant coach. That'll be your first. It'll
5: be my first. It's my third All Star yeah. game, but first as assistant coach. And it was payback by Jake because I've asked. <laughs> I, I had I yeah. asked Jake to be uh, on my staff both times that I was a head coach, and now it's payback. So he asked me, and I'm so glad that that Jake did. What man? What a good
4: staff. Yeah. Holy excellent. cow! When uh, you're excited about it, I am. But I'll tell you what, this is, uh, it's good to kind of get back to normal. Um, we tried last year really hard to get those games, get the, the games on this radio station. We did. And um, I could not close the deal. But if you guys want to talk to me about taking another run at it, let me know. And if not, I understand because we, we st- man, we just couldn't get it done from the, from this end. And uh, I, I'm still, can you tell him a little snarly about it? You are very yeah, snarly. Yeah,
5: I know. And, you know, based on, I know what you are doing to get those games on the radio, you have a right to be snarly. I am
4: snarly. I It still is one of those uh, wounds in the back that I just can't seem to get get closed. But July 16th um, is the, the small school at noon, large school at 4 p.m. July 15th, 6 o'clock. The eight-man the eight has gotten to be really a big deal, and, and I'm so happy that it's just completely part of everything now you guys do when it comes to the All-Star game.
7: Yeah, they have uh, really grown the eight-man game in the state of Wisconsin. So the All-Star game has, has been more well-attended for the eight-man game, game. And what we're doing this year, last year we weren't able to bring in the other teams for that game because of the pandemic situation. We had to bring them all in on game days. So this year we're able to bring them all in on Friday, get them housed, and then get them over to the eight-man game and uh, be able to uh, present their plaques during the eight-man game or pregame and at halftime. So we'll have the stands even a little bit more full this year for the eight-man game.
4: Hey, and you guys are raising money again for Children's of Wisconsin.
7: Absolutely. Uh, Fundraising is going pretty good right now. Uh, we've raised about 195000 at this point. That's about halfway to our goal. We've still got a, over a month to, to go. Uh, some of the teams are just starting to get going a little better. I know, Tom, you guys are going to get that team going uh, south large. Uh, they've yeah. had a lot of uh, lot of players in and out, so they've had to uh, get a little later start, some of them on their fundraising, but we're confident that'll
4: that'll increase. I will be getting my stuff in this week. So guys, you can uh if 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 this is something you're feeling led to give to and again, they're about halfway to their goal. Giving.childrenswi.org. WFC All-Star Football Game is right there. You can visit the website, you can donate, you can you can find a, a player in your area and donate to him or donate to the overall cause and look th- these are always like my favorite and I love talking to people from childrens of, of Wisconsin for, uh, what a great benefit it is for them to be part of this uh, all-star charity football game. and these high school players get a chance for that week and we talk about it every year guys. These guys think that, that they're going to play football. That's the whole the whole part of the week and it's not and and they, they, they look, your son still has friends that he played that he didn't know until right. he, till he played in it. And, you know, raising a ton of money for a great cause. The money stays here at Children's of Wisconsin, and that's the, the part of this that these kids that are raising this money don't realize that they're in for. They're going to room with kids that they had never met but played against, and they become best friends after the week, and they're raising money for a great cause, Tom. Yeah,
5: yeah they certainly are. And the, the most impactful part of the week – always is, is when the, the children of Wisconsin families um, visit the, um, the camps and the players get to hear their stories. Uh, I believe we're on uh, doing that again this year, correct, Doug?
7: Yes. Uh, each of the sites will have player families come in and tell their stories. And like I've said in the past, that I think that is really the moment where our players and coaches really realize while they're playing the game.
4: 100%. And again, you can go on, on this website. It's really easy, right? chwevents.org events.org is the, probably the best place to go. C H uh, W. So children of Wisconsin, C H W events.org. And go to the all-star charity football game. And the cool part about it is again, you can, you could pick a player from your area kid from your high school and, and help, Um, and and put money on his page, or do it overall, that that goes to the the, the entire process. They've raised just under $200,000, and $400,000 is their goal. And we want to make sure that they get to that goal. And if we could get them to that goal a little quicker, then every dollar above is above their goal, and that would be awesome. Tom, when when you talk to these kids and they start raising money, it, it seems like, when they start, they, they think, wow, this is going to be really hard. But everybody has a Children's of Wisconsin story to tell. Yeah, you know, we asked at uh,
5: our player meeting, and that, that question was asked. And it was unbelievable the number of hands that went up, uh, the families that were at our players meeting at Jefferson High School who had some kind of contact, some kind of connection to Children's. And so it does hit everybody, and uh, really the fundraising part it is can be looked at or viewed as being difficult. But once they get into
4: it, it's not. It's really not. And mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'm gonna put a little something under your name. Fantastic. That's what I'll do. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I don't tell Jake that. I won't tell. No, because he's gonna be like, what about me, pal? Yeah. And 10 hanging. Don't tell him that I won't either. either. Well, yeah, because those guys would be like, well. Hold on, man. If you're going to give to Swiddle, you got to give to us, too. I'm looking at your roster. you got some players on that roster, man. We do. Holy we do cow. have some players. And,
5: um, you know, the games typically are very defensive-oriented. That's just the way it kind of falls for all-star games. But well, there might be an opportunity to score some
4: points this year with some of the guys we got. Yeah. What Do you know yet uh, where he's got you coaching? I'm with the running backs. Yeah, they better score some points. <laughs> uh, you you let me know if I should take the over in that game, Squid. I will do that. Yeah. Hey, Doug, um, are you going to be traveling then to River Falls <laughs> and to Oshkosh and Whitewater that week?
7: Yeah, I'll start out at Whitewater. John Galeski and I will be the liaisons over at Whitewater to get them going, and then I'll make the decision whether to go River Falls or not or just to Oshkosh, but I will be traveling that week.
4: Man, John Galeski, another great guy. Y'all I'm a big guy. fan of his absolutely yeah you know and Doug as we wrap
5: up this segment I I think it needs to be said um, and Mike you know this I mean Doug this is a a passionate event for him he Doug has put his heart and soul into the all-star game to make it just a truly memorable experience for everybody and and Doug you just need to be thanked for all the hard work you put in this is a full-time job for Doug Sarver the all-star games and does a tremendous job Doug thank you for all that you do
7: I appreciate that, Tom, and i just, I just real quick like to say that um, running this all-star game, you have so many people in the same responsibility over the years from the start of 15 years ago, and that just helps the game run as well as it has. Uh, those people enjoy it, the kids and the coaches, they enjoy it. It's a, it's, I like to tell them at their fundraising meetings that this will be one of the best experiences of their lives and that it comes true every year.
4: Man, one hundred percent. And I, one of the things that I like most about doing this show with you guys is is talking about the combine and talking about Hall of Fame and talking about this because these seniors, these football players, get a chance to put on a high school uniform one more time, and then they get to to, to raise money for a great cause. And that week. You know, that it's not like they're going to the Taj Mahal, guys. You know, <laughs> those rooms at the colleges sometimes don't have air conditioning, and it's a long way from where they're staying to where the field is. But I'll tell you what, at the end of the week, all these kids talk about is what a memorable week it is. And the fact that you're going for your third time, Tom, tells me everything I need to know. Yeah, I, I so look forward to it. Hey, Doug, thanks a lot. I appreciate your time. I know we'll have you on again as we get closer, but July 15th and 16th, uh, the All-Star game at uh, the 8-man on the 15th and then the 2-11-man um, on the 16th going to happen up at Titan Stadium in Oshkosh. Uh, Doug, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks.
7: I appreciate it, guys. You have a good Easter weekend.
4: Hey, do you wish Thank us you. luck. The next two segments are with Jed Kennedy.
7: Well, Yeah, that's going to be an interesting segment I will make sure that I stay tuned with my buddy Jed
4: well I'll tell you this that Mayor Mitch back here has got his finger right near the dump button just in case (laughs) I don't know what they can say in Alabama radio but I know what we can and can say here at Wisconsin radio Doug happy Easter to you as well pal good luck guys thanks guys on the other side of the break I'm looking forward to it and let me tell you before we have him on So I was calling Jed from here, right? I'd never had him on the show, never talked to him. I'd call, leave him a message, wouldn't call me back, wouldn't call me back, wouldn't call me back. Then Channel 24, we're down doing a Kenosha-Bradford-Tremper game. And I'm standing, and he's walking out, and I'm there at 5 o'clock. You know, I get there early, and there's a radio guy, a Racine radio guy, and a Racine newspaper guy. And I'm standing off the side. He walks on the field with his wife. And we radio guys ask him questions. Newspaper guys ask him questions. And he looks over and sees me. He says, what about you? You got any questions? I said, oh, I'm sorry. Coach, coach, I got a question. He said, what? He goes, I just have one. I go, you all kicked your coverage by a mile. <laughs> How in the world did you get such a good-looking wife? And he goes, man, whatever. And she goes, well, answer the question. He started laughing. He never after that because I – you know what? I stood up a little bit. I was funny. And he was like, "Man, why would you say that in front of my wife?" I said, "Because you and I both know it's the the fact." He has never not called me back since. But it took a little bit. Yeah, he he wasn't the, wasn't the easiest guy, man. And once you're in that circle with him, he's fine. But he he has to know: Are you with him or against him? Yeah, man, you coached against him, right? I did. And you're still the fact that you guys are buddies a little bit is pretty cool because we're. We're much better
5: buddies. Yes. After I left Brookfield East, <laughs> yeah, There's,
4: <laughs> there's no doubt about it. We'll get to Jed Kennedy on the other side of the break. The Maturis Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by our local picket Save Stores on 12:50 a.m. The Fan.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one.
4: Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Coach Tom Swiddle from Dothan, Alabama High School. He is uh, the head football coach there, Jed Kennedy. Coach, how you been?
8: Mike, how have you been, man? I I, I tell you, I loved listening to those uh, ads that you uh, um, (laughs) – Man, I just
4: I, I do miss those, man. <laughs> hey, I before we went to a break, I just told a story about how I called you a number of times at, at Bradford and you wouldn't call me back and then I was on the sidelines and you know, there was a radio guy asking you questions before the game against Tremper. There was you know, a, a newspaper guy asking you questions. You looked at me, you said, What about you? You got any questions? I said, Yeah, I got one man, how in the world did you marry such a pretty girl? You all kicked your coverage. And do you know, you looked at me like, man, why would you do that right in front of her? And from that moment on, you've always been very kind with your time. Hey, Coach, we miss you up here in the state of Wisconsin. I heard you did a great job at the clinic.
8: Yeah, it was great to be back. You know, as you know, when you get engulfed in your profession and especially, you know, football at the level we're at down here, I mean, I don't make it back too much and – um, it just the clinic was awesome. I got a chance to see people I haven't seen in three or four years, and um, got a chance to talk football, and got a chance to talk about our program down here. But you know, the thing with that, you know, I think that what I loved about it was just seeing people. And you, um, you know, football is a, a people business, and it's a um, it's a relationship business. And just was just so awesome to connect with so many people. And for me, the cherry on top was to see. Coach Machado will get put into the Hall of Fame on Saturday night, and the WFCA does such an unbelievable job with that event and uh, was just an awesome four days being back and truly what is my home.
5: Well, I have to tell you, Jed, you and I spent uh, some time at the the clinic, and as always, I I enjoyed the heck out of that. And I I shared this with Mike uh, earlier today that, you know, normally I kind of script things out. I I kind of, okay, you know, want to talk about this, want to talk about that. Jed, I've got nothing written down. I have no script. I have no idea where this is going to go. That's how much faith I have in you to carry both me and Mike today.
8: Well, I I told Mike, you know, I was putting together my presentation for the clinic, and uh, it was funny. I've probably done 100 of them, and I get nervous every time. And I was sitting there with my wife, and she's like, do you realize, Jed, you could put one slide up there and probably talk for three hours? (laughs) So I said, all right, you're right. So I ended up never getting through all the slides I put together but you know it's like any it's when you get together with people who love the things that you do it's you know it's really easy for me to talk about football and I just had a I've had a crazy journey Um, I've been fortunate to coach unbelievably talented people Um, I've you know I've coached in four different states and all have been awesome and uh, it's just been a heck of a ride that one I hope I got a lot more years left and you know I think I've really found a place that you don't want to be a long time and you know truly for me what was kind of my end goal of the type of job that I wanted
5: to get. Jed, I'm going to say this publicly, and, and uh, you know, we were rivals, right? I mean, bitter rivals in a sense. Um, when you were at Brook Central and I was at Brookfield East, I mean, we we didn't pull any punches. And the one thing that I want to say to you, though, and I really mean this, you know, after I left Brookfield East and, you know, you and I stayed in touch, and I just want you to know, how much I appreciated the things that that you did in reaching out to me, inviting me to your practices and when I would come I, I, you know I, I got in the huddle and listened to what was going on. You invited me to games, your games and when I came to your games, you you let me stand on the sidelines with your team and and uh, I, I just want you to know I, I really really appreciate that and, and I consider you a good friend of mine and uh, now that we don't have that that game that we have to play every year and sometimes twice because we'd meet in the playoffs, um, I, I just really appreciate you, and and uh, it's a side of, of you that maybe a lot of people don't see.
8: Yeah, and I, um, you know, I appreciate that, Tom. And you know, I, I think sometimes my best qualities are my worst qualities, and I get, I get so driven in what I'm doing, and I, I'm so competitive, and you know, I've always, I was, I was telling at the clinic when I talked, I said one of, I think the, what, what I think is a, a really hard quality to to have him being a football coach is when you're competing against people, not really care kind of what their perception is of you or what they think of you. And I really don't. And I think, trust me, it's, it's hard maybe for my family and it's hard for people on the other side of, um, the field to kind of understand I'm a different person. I'm a unique person. Um, I do things differently, but I kind of just have always said, if I'm doing what's best for our kids and our best program and, People think it might be over the top, and people think I might be more competitive, and it just kind of is. And I would never apologize for that. But what I have found is people who, and I remember Tom Tarasco told me this a long time ago, and it was when I when I it was when I first met him, we we sat down. And I always wanted to gravitate towards people who were really really good and won a lot of games. I think Coach Tarasco is one of the best to ever do it. And he said, "Jed, when you get really really successful, people have a hard time grasping." the passion, the, um, the emotions, and those types of things. And what's, I think that was what was so great about coming back is, you know, I mean, I, I sat down the one night and, and talked with three assistants from Franklin. Now, trust me, when I was at Bradford, <laughs> there ain't nobody that hated me more than Franklin, and there ain't nobody I hated more than Franklin. It was actually a bigger rivalry than us and Tremper. For five years, they won the league or we won the league. But when you take away the emotions of not playing with the, with, with people – we all have a lot more in common than what we think. And um, we're all trying to do what's best for kids. We're all trying to make our program the best we can do. Um, we just maybe go about doing it a little bit different way. And, um, you know, sorry for that winded answer, but, Tom, I appreciate it too. And I just – that's been the best part about leaving the state is you get to connect with people that were kind of on the other side of some some really hot, contested battles when, when we were coaching up there.
4: Hey, two things for you. Obviously – you're going to look pretty good in those colors At you know, the same colors that you had at, uh, at Bradford, I think, right?
8: It is. And my wife said that, you know, and, um, we were, the night I got introduced in front of the school board, she said, you know, Jed, this is, you know, you've been a part of a lot of wins in these colors. <laughs> and I started laughing and it was Bradford. And this, it, Emma's going to be, this is going to be the biggest challenge we've ever taken over. Um, we have talented players. Everybody does down here. Um, You know, it's just 7A football down here. The top end is so, so good. Playing teams with eight or nine power five players is not uncommon. You know, and it's, um, but, you know, we put together a great staff, um, and I'm excited about it. Um, Everybody knows Pat Cerrone from UW Oshkosh. We got to come down, and that was kind of something we had in the works for a couple years, and um, just kind of excited. We got spring football starts in two weeks, and we'll see. See where we're at, I guess.
4: Hey, if they asked you to make a decision whether you're an Alabama fan or an Auburn fan yet?
8: You know what? I told them I'm a Wisconsin fan. There you but go. My, there you go. My, uh, my, my, my daughters, I would say, have, have, have kind of gravitated toward towards Auburn. We're we're so far southeast in the state that, um, you know, Alabama's a little over three hours away, and obviously there's a heavy Bama presence down here, but there, there, there is a good amount of Auburn fans and um That's kind of, I guess, where my my two daughters have kind of gravitated towards. So I literally – I tell you what, though, I did go to the Iron Bowl two years ago. Um, We had a kid when when I was coaching at Enterprise that um, was being recruited by them, a tailback. He's actually at Illinois right now playing for Coach Bielema. And uh, that was – I mean, I don't know if I've ever been to a, a live event that had so much energy and passion was just unbelievable. I mean, it was certainly a bucket list item that I'm glad that I got to do.
4: Hey, Jed, I, I told the story of these guys during the break, and I'll do it quick. My daughter visited Pensacola Christian College as a senior in high school, and I knew pretty quick uh, that that wasn't the school she was going to go to. Now, I was supposed to go to a parent event on Friday night, but I looked around, and there's a team from Alabama playing a team from Pensacola, uh, and so I went to that high school football game. And both teams were under 500, and I've never seen that much speed on a high school field before. And I'm, I'm yeah, looking around, going, "These guys are under 500, and plus their program. Every other page was for a different Baptist church, and these are public schools." I said, to "The guys next to me, how can this be?" They said, "You're in the Bible bed, boy. You know what? This is you can do that down here." But I've never seen that kind of speed. You know,
8: people ask me all the time, the difference is not. Just as good of coaches up there as there is down. I mean, I tell you, some of the best coaches I've ever coached against are up there. It's you know the 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 line plays very similar. It's, it's the speed on the perimeter is where the difference is. I mean, um, just just sick sick speed, and it's um, you know it's fun to watch, and it's nightmares to try to defend at times. <laughs> but, I, mean, yeah, I, I mean, was about played, to I mean, say that last year. I mean, last year we played a team. You know, or it was two years ago the receiver on the one side was a Clemson commit was a senior and the senior on the other side, or the other kid on the other side was a junior. He was like the number three junior in the country. He was a Georgia commit. So we had a Clemson receiver on one side, a Georgia receiver on the other side. And the the kid in the slot had offers from pretty much every Sun Belt. And that was, I mean.
5: Let me guess, Jed, you ran your chaos package defensively (laughs) and just pressured the quarterback.
8: Well, the problem was, once they caught it, we didn't catch them. So we, we did get home a few times, but it's, you know, it's it's you know, the, 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 it's you know, we probably saw you know more diverse schemes up in Wisconsin. I mean, down here, everybody spread, you know, some sort of. I mean, very few teams, if any, will ever take a snap under center, and it's you know doubles and trips and you know twenty personnel type stuff, pretty much is what all you see. But man, oh man, the the, the athletes. Our first year down here. Um, we were sitting there at the end of the year going through it. And in 10 games, we played seven running backs that had SEC offers. Wow. You know, that's just – I mean, it's just the speed. But, you know, it's its relative. We have it too. So, but you know, some just got a little bit more.
4: Well, and you'll get them. You'll figure it out. You'll get some of those 7th and 8th graders going. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. He is our friend. This show – and it doesn't matter where in the world he's coaching or where he's living – He's always been very, very, for the most part, always been very, very kind with his time to come (laughs) on this show. He is Jet Kennedy, head coach at Dothan High School in Dothan, Alabama. And uh, boy, it's good to hear his voice. This is the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation with Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Tom Swiddle. Our special guest, Jed Kennedy, head coach at Dothan, Alabama High School. Hey, Jed, we only have about five minutes, but I have to just say this. During the break, Tom told me a story about his time when he was at Milwaukee Tech. Um, on something that you did for him, and I just, man, I I say thank you for stuff like that. It's the kind of guy that uh, that you are, Jed, and I appreciate that. Hey, if somebody asks you the difference, other than the speed, and 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 from looking at the salaries that some of the high school coaches in Alabama, you guys are getting paid pretty well, but man, a lot of pressure to to win if you're going to get paid like that, correct?
8: Yeah, we you know we get paid. <laughs> um, you know, it's I think the best way to describe it is you know I think. You're, you're familiar with what you were around, right? And you know people down here. When you ask them, you know what kind of football. If you ask them to talk about, you know what they football they know. Well, they know SEC football, right? And there's nothing more um, high pressure, high paid, high stakes than SEC football. And whether it's good or it's bad, it is what it is. It's you know that's how you know the high school and places like you know South Georgia and um, Alabama and over into Texas. That's That's the football that we know down here, and that's how the football is run. So that's – you know, it's just like – it's little things. You know, it's – you know, down here, um, you you know, every one of our coaches is inside the high school building. Very – I mean, I think of my whole time I was at Enterprise, I can't think of one coach in any sport that's not a teacher somewhere in the district. You know, so very few community coaches. Everybody's a teacher. And, you know, when when I got the job at Dothan – every coach on staff knew they weren't guaranteed a job back, you know, um, you know, so you have the ability, you know, teaching wise and coaching wise to get people in. And you know, I just think that's, that's some of those differences, just the, really the, I don't want to say the emphasis because, you know, athletics is important. I mean, I take my experience at Brookfield Central. Athletics were really, really important there. With that being said, I'd have three or four coaches who worked in the city, you know, in Milwaukee and, I'd see him one or two times every couple of months in the off season. I mean, down here, I see every coach every day in the weight room with our class during football class. So it's just those things, I think, that make it just a little different, I guess. I'm, I'll never say better or worse, just different.
5: Jed, I have to tell you, you know, listening not only to, to you today on the show, but the times that we have talked, I, I really believe you've found your element. I mean, I think you are where you should be. And I just wish you the best of luck. I know you're going to a program that that needs to be built. I can't think of a better guy than yourself to do that for for your school. And uh, everybody up here just wishes you the best of luck.
8: Well, I appreciate that. And you know, it's you know, it's I, I think any, any any coach will say there's really no secret recipe to turning programs around. It's you know, you have to work really really hard, and you have to find a way for kids to be tough, and you have to have discipline. And I think the big thing that you know, I'm enforcing it here is your kids have to be there. You know, you, you, you know, for us, it's, it, it's having kids at school. It's, it's those types of things. And, you know, it, it, it is no secret recipe. It's just, you know, doing those four things and loving and investing on kids. And, you know, as you know, when, when you play programs that do those same things, you got to find just a little bit way to do a little bit better. And like I said, we got a long ways to go. And, um, you know, like I tell our kids every day, all we're going to do is make tomorrow the best day that we can. And, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to find a dang way. Now we're going to find a way to win down here, and um, I'm not saying it's going to happen right away, but but you know we're going to get it done one way or the other. And uh, um, you know, I tell people all the time that when I get done with a game, the first thing I do is check our region opponents because that affects my job stability, how things are going. And the second thing I do is I get on Wiz sports and check scores in Wisconsin because I know so many people. That's what I know, and that's when they talk play us up there. I know what it knows. I know where schools are up north where there's a hundred kids in the school or there's 2000 kids down here. I still hear towns. I don't even know where they are. So I've got a great passion for Wisconsin football and the coaches there. And, um, as you know, I'll always be a fan. You know, I get chills when I say that I just greatest years of my life were up there. And just, uh, with that being said, I do think I'm in my element down here and, uh, I'm just excited to, to, to give it a go.
4: Jed, I watched the uh, press conference. Jessica Noble, the uh, athletic director there, nothing but great things to say about you. I'm going to call her when I get off the air and fill her in, uh, the real Jed Kennedy, just so you know. Well,
8: hey, hey, anytime a softball game, <laughs> your softball, your, your AD, was a former softball coach, has won 500 games, you yeah. get uh, a pretty elite company to be in.
4: So. That's 100%. He is Jed Kennedy. We're going to try to do a show later in the year with uh, you and Joe Cook on at the same time and would and love to do that. Jed, a happy Easter to you and your family.
8: You guys too, and uh, God bless. And uh, um, just continue to, uh, as we continue to do what's best for kids and continue making the, the teaching every, every young man we can through the great game of football.
4: That There he is, Jed Kennedy. This is the Majeris Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local Pickett Safe stores on 1250 AM The Fan.
2: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.